welcome to Rise and Shine, the podcast dedicated to women in home building who are ready to rise professionally and shine personally. I am your host, Abby Cornelius, and I am thrilled to embark on this empowering journey with you. Together, we're going to dive into the world of leadership, sales, mindset, results, and corporate climbing, all tailored to the unique experiences of women in this industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just starting out, Rise and Shine is here to provide you with actionable insights, inspiring stories, and expert advice to propel you forward in your career and illuminate your personal growth. So if you're ready to break some barriers, conquer challenges, and redefine success on your own terms, you are in the right place. It's time to rise, it's time to shine, and it all starts right here. Let's get started. All right, guys, I am so excited to bring to you a very special guest today, Mr. Corey Charles. Welcome, Corey. Hey, welcome. Let me know when that special guest gets here. <laughs> it's you. It's you. <laughs> you are the special guest. If you do not know Corey, you are missing out. Uh, you cannot see this on the podcast, but in true Corey fashion, he is so dapper in one of his very bold suits. <laughs> For a guy that dresses super bold, he is probably one of the most humble and kind people that I know, and I'm so honored to have him here. Um, I know those of you listening, I call you my homegirls, but Corey is my homeboy. We <laughs> met, uh, I think it was like five years ago, Corey, at Taylor Morrison. Yeah, I think so. I was at New Hire Training, and you were given the sales section presentation, and your enthusiasm, your suit, the whole vibe, really <laughs> just like captured the room and got us all excited. And I think anybody in that room that wasn't in sales wanted to be in sales because <laughs> that's the kind of energy that Corey brings. Um, for those of you that don't know, he has been in home building and the sales side for, what'd you say? You started selling 18 years ago, which is insane. Yeah. And you Ooh, just aged me up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I started 18 years ago. We're, we're no babies anymore. Um, but, and he's been coaching for 10 years. So he has a heart of serving and helping others as you typically do when you're in sales and certainly when you make that transition into coaching. So without further ado, we've got Corey here, the CEO of the Superhero Mindset, and every good superhero has an origin story. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So Corey, what have you got for us today about the superhero mindset and how to kind of bring it back to your roots? Uh, you know, I'm so excited. Number one, just being on this podcast with an old friend, and I, I mean old as far as how long we've been friends, not our age, Abby. <laughs> it can be both. <laughs> but, it can be both. <laughs> but definitely just getting a chance to talk with you and talk with the home girls is super exciting. I love everything that you're doing. But for me, this is something that's been kind of my calling for a long time. And and finally, over the last uh, year or so, I, I just started you know, chasing after it relentlessly because it was just calling me too much. And I think a lot of people have been in that position. And for me, it was, you know, understanding a couple of things, you know, just like you said, every superhero has an origin story. But I also remembered something really interesting, a conversation I had with a colleague a couple, probably about a year ago, we were talking about superheroes and supervillains as I'm wearing my purple Joker suit that <laughs> everyone can't see. Um, is Wait, it really let, me take, let me take a real quick selfie of us because, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I can do a screenshot at some point, but here we go. Okay, everybody listening, I'm in polka dots too. I'm not nearly as fabulous as Corey though. There we go. All right. We got our, we got our picture. So I'll put it up so everybody can see you in your purple. <laughs> I love it. That's for the gram. All right, yeah, <laughs> but, absolutely. hundred percent. So we were yeah, having a great tell us about villain, villains too, in your little Joker suit. Which <laughs> so we were having a great conversation. We were just talking about, you know, the, what's really interesting. If you look at 
your most popular superheroes and supervillains, really, the ones that everyone knows, the ones that stand out, uh, they are they have a really interesting, they, they typically share a traumatic backstory. That's typically kind of the, the genesis of any superhero. But what's interesting about that is it's also the genesis of the supervillain as well. And what it really boils down to, I won't take you down this whole, you know, comic book <laughs> wormhole that we're in. But the real important thing is that, you know, we all have our stuff and we all have our things in our history. That's we all have our origin stories. You know, everyone goes through trauma. Everything one goes through um, struggles. Everyone goes through a lot of different things. Some are worse than others. Let's just be honest about that. But the real big difference is choice. You know, for for the superhero, something bad or something traumatic happens to them and they take that pain and they say, I want to make sure that other people never feel this. The yeah. supervillain takes that same struggle or that same pain or that same hardship and says, it's not fair this happened to me. So I want other people to feel my pain. And it's just a slight shift in that mentality that can put us on this very different path. So that just really sparked my brain and got me really thinking about, man, th this whole idea of making choices and deciding what you want to do with your life and deciding how you want to move forward and affect the world is really, really important. It's sometimes these little choices that can take us down these really different roads. Uh, do you are you do you remember the show a long time ago? It was a sci-fi show, Abby, called Sliders. Do you remember that show by chance? Oh, I'm not. A, I was not a big sci-fi girl. <laughs> and I'm just now like getting into graphic novels. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I'm, you know, I got a husband and kids that love like the whole Avenger series, but no, Sliders is Sliders is a new one for me. We got to catch you up. We got to catch you up. Yeah. So just yeah. quick snapshot of Sliders. It's basically the show that says that there are like multiple different universes and in every different universe you exist, but you made different choices. And yeah. it shows that you can just make one little twist. You know, Corey at five years old decided to pick up a guitar flash forward 30 years later he's you know Jimi hendrix or whatnot right so it's these little you know small decisions that we make that take us down really different paths so i really have been living in this idea of hey number one what is my origin story what did i come from what did i go through you know for for me you know i definitely had quite a few roadblocks some some harder than others and you know how do we take those things not only to make us stronger but also use those things that we've overcome and use it to affect the world. You know, I call it making great, great impact. I think you you saw this before, Abby. I want to impact a million people. Yeah. I hope I have to change that number too. Yeah, I, me too. I hope you do. I hope you have to make it bigger, not the other way. Um, <laughs> you know, go as big as possible. I think that's so insightful, Corey. And I love this concept of bitter versus better. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like every, every day we have that choice every day, something comes up and we're faced with it. And we get to say, am I going to play the victim and become the villain? Or am I going to play the superhero? And I'm going to figure out how to let this fuel me and move me forward. So for you in, in your journey, and let's use your entrepreneurial journey, because that's a big journey to take. That's a big bold <laughs> risk to say, I'm going to go and, and go out on my own and do this thing. And I'm going to impact, you know, a million lives what is your origin story do you mind sharing that with us yeah absolutely i love it i love it so i'm you know I, i'm 
a really interesting case. I don't say that because I'm wearing a purple suit at Friday <laughs> at nine o'clock in the morning, but I'm an interesting case for a lot of other reasons. <laughs> There's a, a Skittles commercial that always makes me crack up. It's from a couple of years ago, you know, like the walking contradiction and it's all these things that don't fit together. I'm a salesperson. I've been in sales for the majority of my life at this point. And um, what's interesting about that is I, I'm naturally introverted. I think you and I talked about this before. Yeah naturally introverted, uh, very shy kid growing up, uh, had a lot of challenges, ADHD, you know, you name it, um, imposter syndrome through the roof, all that stuff that makes going into sales a pretty interesting choice. And uh, I had my my loving parents who I think are amazing. They're celebrating their 50th next month. Uh, but they, <laughs> they thought it was so wild that I was going into sales and it was just something that I, I just wanted to tackle that, that challenge. So for me, you know, I, I tell folks, I was talking to my, my eight-year-old boy yesterday and I'm telling him, you know, sometimes the things that scare you, you just got to run right towards it. And for me, you know, I failed speech class in college three times. I hope my mom doesn't hear this, but I failed speech class three times in college. And he thought that was so interesting because I literally speak for a living now and understanding that, hey, that was the thing that was holding me back. And I failed speech class not because I couldn't do the work. It's because I couldn't do the speeches. I couldn't stand up in front of a room of 10 people and give a speech. And now it's something that, you know. 10, 20, 30, 100, 1,000 people. That makes me super excited. So I think a lot of times we just have to look at those things, uh, those things that scare us, especially in the past, those things that we've gone through and those challenges and really, really diagnose, number one, why they scare us yeah. and how can we take that and use it as fuel to just run right towards it. Uh, and what's really cool about that is a lot of times once you can overcome that big thing, it becomes a, a thing that really puts you in a place that gets you really close to your purpose. And, you know, I think if I let that fear get the best of me much longer than it did, you know, obviously we're not having this conversation. I'm not here doing what I do now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fear is, fear is powerful. And I think that fear is, can be used for good and it can be used for evil <laughs> for sure. And I think what we need to understand about fear is that it's, it's our body trying to protect us. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, survival from caveman's days, right? Yep. Where it's like, this is a threat, avoid, deflect, but our brains can't process what truly is life-saving or not anymore in this very modern society that we're in. So sometimes something remotely, um, not even threatening, just uncomfortable becomes the same response as like a lion attacking you in our <laughs> bodies. And we're like, oh my gosh, I, 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 death is near, right? I have to give a speech. And so <laughs> we, we run from this thing that, oh, sorry. We run from this thing that really is just not as scary or not as threatening as mm -hmm. it truly is. And I can't remember who said, who said it. Some celebrity was talking about how like fear and excitement are the same thing. Yeah. In your body. And it's just a matter of like, are you breathing into it? So and, and I love this, you know, you know, I always talk about our kiddos. And so like my eight-year-old daughter, she's big into dance, which is just so cool to see that she loves something. I know nothing about it, but I just, I know <laughs> how she loves it. So I'm there for it. Um, but before we get, before she goes out to the stage and before she goes out to these, you know, big competitions, there's that pause of like, ki some kids want to run, right? Some kids want to back out. And she's like amped like she's got like the jitter <laughs> i'll always say like how you feeling 
And she's like, I'm just really excited, mom. And it's so funny that like for her, it's just sheer excitement. And like, we'll talk about like, she does this like deep breath thing before she goes out. And like, you just got to breathe into that because it may be a little bit of fear, right? You don't want to mess up. You want to keep your team looking good. Like, but she's learned to recognize that as excitement. Because we talk about how that feeling is excitement, right? Like you're doing something big, you're doing something bold. It's, it is exciting. And how great, you know, when you give yourself that gift of pushing through, that's really where the magic happens. And I think that's kind of what you're, what you're getting at here with this like origin story and pushing through and finding that inner superhero. And I think the key takeaway that I hope ladies listening to this get is that you're introverted, right? Shy little boy, scared to speak. And now you're this big trainer guide doing these speeches and <laughs> all of this stuff. <laughs> and it's not because you were brave necessarily it wasn't because you're overly confident but it's because you were courageous and you took action yeah absolutely and I I think it's a combination of really understanding you know once I started developing as a salesperson and again not being an extrovert in the sales world can be challenging because when you look at 90% of the books and training and and seminars, they're all catered to that super over the top extroverted personality. I'm certainly not that, you know, you know, 24 hours out of the day, maybe for a little bit during a speech, but so it it was challenged for me to find kind of my sales sales identity. Uh, So it took a little bit of time to figure that out. But what was more important was under understanding that for me, where my purpose lies was in helping other, not only salespeople, but leaders grow. And to do that, I was going to have to conquer a very big fear of mine, which was the public speaking, the getting out in front of people, because to live in my purpose and really utilize my superpowers, I got to be on a stage or I got to be, you know, in an, in an arena. Right. So for me, it was like, man, I've discovered what my thing is, but I got to go through fire to get there. And that's where, you know, and and I love that you talked about it because I also don't call it courageous. I I just think it's understanding that this is my mission and I feel really, really strong about accomplishing it. Uh, But that that story about your eight year old is so powerful, Abby, is the idea of understanding that if we can shift fear to excitement, that's that's a really powerful tool to give an eight year old. You're setting setting her up for success for sure. Because making that fear excitement, that can give you a lot of power to take on a lot of different things. And for me, our mutual friend, the other Abby, she knows that, you know, I still do this to this day. And and most people didn't know it in my early speaking days that I had to go through a whole, I call it a pre-shot routine. Oh, I love pre-shot routines. Let's talk about it. I have one too before I speak. So what, tell me what, what was your pre-shot routine before versus like what it is now? Cause I'm sure it's it's evolved, right? Yeah, it has evolved. It has evolved. So my, my pre-shot routine came from my car selling days. It's when I first started in the business and I always tell the story, you know, I, I sold at CarMax, great organization. And you start, they call it the point where you stand in the middle of the show room and there's like 10 people just staring at you and here I am the shy kid should not be selling to anybody and everyone's staring at you and I'm like sweating buckets Abby my hands are dripping wet I don't want to shake anyone's I don't want to shake anyone's hands I'm just like losing my mind and for some reason in that moment I remember this clearly I just leaned over and did a little golf swing and I just said showtime and once I said showtime, for some reason, my brain clicked over. I blocked out all the noise. It was like being tunnel vision. I didn't see anyone. I didn't hear anyone. It was just in the moment. Yeah. What's really funny about that is I've never played golf in my life. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> your 
your your pre-shot routine is actually a pre-shot routine and it's got zero <laughs> skill behind it because we're not a golfer. It's just it's fully mental, which is really what your pre-shot routine is, right? Like, totally fabricated in the moment it came to me. So uh if if you have a keen eye, you'll catch me before a big speech. You'll catch me doing a little a little golf swing or a little putt just to get myself centered. Uh, but really for me, it's about being in the moment, taking a deep breath and just kind of quieting the noise. I still say showtime because that's really important. Because again, for me, I'm I'm naturally introverted. So yeah. to make sure that I'm not kind of that stale, dry version of me on stage, and I'm that really upbeat, loud, you know, kind of um, showy personality, I got to make sure that I say the showtime because that tells me like, okay, it, it's, it's yeah. Superman putting on the cape, right? Yeah, I love that because even, I don't know, last or this past week's episode, I talk about like, coaches versus managers and how coaches are really supposed to like give you like the behind the scenes support so that when it is showtime you shine and I think there needs to be that acknowledgement of that there is a moment right it is in sales is when a customer comes in that's your showtime right yeah. that, that's your game time uh when you're a leader I like to say that's your one-on-ones right when when I walk into a one-on-one my mindset needs to be computer closed phone down like showtime I'm here Showtime. to serve this person, right? Same thing. I'm going to lead a sales rally. I'm not going to be distracted by my emails or my boss. Like I'm going to be there and be present for my team. Um, so I love that mindset. My pre-shot routine before speeches or training events is I listen to Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys. I love it. <laughs> Every single time. And then I do superhero pose, the Wonder Woman yes. pose. So I'm sure you're very familiar with this, right? And like of the course. psychology behind it. Uh, those of you listening, if you're not, go to YouTube and type uh, superhero pose TED Talk. And there's a really good one out there. I don't know <laughs> the lady's name. I'll try to find it and put it in the show notes. But there's this psychology that happens when you hold the pose of a superhero. And it's actually something physiological occurs in your body too, where certain hormones are released, your confidence builds up, your boldness builds up. So what I will do, and this is so crazy behind the scenes of what it takes <laughs> to be a, to be a performer, right? People want to know, like people say that I'm sure they say it to you, Oh, you're so confident. You get up on that stage and people say that to me and I'm uh, you know, Corey and I talk about this, As the older I get, the more introverted I am. Like I'm in sweatpants <laughs> right now. And I'm like, totally happy to just be chilling in my house with my babies in the next room. Like, but there are times when we have to, we have a message, right? We have something we want to share. I'll sit in my car. I'll listen to Alicia Keys, girl on fire. I will go into the office building. I will go into the bathroom and I will stand in front of the mirror. I love it. Every once in a while, somebody random pops in and that's super awkward, but we take what we can get. Right. But it's not just standing there. It's seeing myself tall and seeing myself proud. Like that's part of my pre-shot routine. And now in this virtual world, sometimes I'll do that too, before I hop on a call, that's important. You know, I'll listen to my song, I'll do my pose. And that to me gets me amped up. And I think what we need to encourage people listening is if you don't know how to self-motivate, mm it's going to be hard, right? Like it's going to be really hard. Like you should test things. What helps you trigger to go time, show time, whatever that is for you. Um, but more importantly, you know, what's your why? And I think that's really what an origin story is, right? It's, it's your why for what you do, why you do what you do. For sure. For sure. And I think, you know, one thing that, you know, we, we, I think understand really well what that fear can do to us. The fear is very powerful. Once it gets into our brain, it can convince us, just like you said, from caveman days, when fear triggers, we think we're going to die. And I remember giving my first, you know, speech past, you know, 20 people, 
I thought I was going to die before I went up on stage. I was having a mini panic attack. Um, so it really can tell you that, hey, this is really scary. This is really dangerous. Um, but it really isn't. And we just have to figure out a way to maneuver through that. And what's really cool about, you know, your your pre-shot routine and the superhero pose is I think it's so great because that's the counter for me. That's the counter to the fear is is giving yourself that ability to see yourself as a confident person that you need to be. For me, you know, I, while I've, I, I've, I've adapted from the superhero poses to just understanding that this is my superhero costume, right? So for me, I hate to call it a costume, but people ask, you know, how come you're always in suits? And a lot of times they're very bright and loud suits. It's because yeah. that is my, that is my superhero cape. That is my, yeah. my, uh, you know, my, my uniform to go to work because I call it showtime and go time. Showtime is when I step onto that stage and I, and I get, you know, the crowd excited and ready to go and motivated. Go time is when we do transformation. Go time is when we really do the work. That's when we make the impact, but I need show time and go time to work together. So sometimes it's just understanding that I have to get myself in that right mindset. But, you know, you talked about making sure that I understand what my purpose is. That's, that's above and beyond. And one of the things that I talk about a lot is discovering what your superpower is. And I firmly believe that every person walking this earth has a superpower. A lot of times we never get the chance to discover it. And even if we do, we don't always take advantage of that superpower. For me, being introverted felt like a weakness. It felt like something that was going to hold me back forever. But what being introverted gave me the ability to do is to have high empathy and really understand other people. That became my superpower. So it's understanding that, hey, these, these are things that we all have. We all have our own thing that just makes us really special. How do I, how do I really uh, hone in on it and use it? And when you can use what your superpower is in your day-to-day -day job and work and life and, and home, you're just setting the world on fire. It makes it very easy to be authentic. Yeah. And it feels different for yourself as somebody who has done what I love and now gets to do it full time versus somebody who did what they didn't love and wasn't <laughs> my suit, even if I was good at it. And I think this is the hard part too. Like as human beings, we can be good at a million and one different things. Yeah. But when it's your calling, when it's your gift, when it's your superpower, it hits different. So for me, as a salesperson, interacting with customers was like my high. Like <laughs> I loved it being with customers. And this was more extroverted, Abby. I've never been afraid to speak. No surprise there, I guess. But <laughs> I did like my fifth grade dare speech in front of all of the middle school. Like that was of course a big you deal. like, it didn't bother me. I did a senior college or high school graduation speech. Didn't bother me. I actually took three public speaking classes because to me, they were easy aids. See, I did it the hard way. <laughs> Nobody else was like, everybody else was running from the classes. And I've got good <laughs> stories about those too. But like public speaking never bothered me. It actually lit me up. And so for me, when I'm in those moments of like being with a crowd and engaging or being with a customer and engaging, it really lit me up. And it's something I loved as a sales leader is like that feedback and, and noticing change and noticing, you know, growth and really helping people is where I thrive. And it's so funny, people that have known me throughout my career. I remember when I became a trainer, my, uh, what is it? Regional, whatever she was regional VP of sales. So you know, big, big boss. She sat into one of my training sessions and she's known me for years, but this was the first time she ever saw me in a training capacity. And we walked out and she's like, I, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, so nervous. I'm like, oh my God, did I say something <laughs> wrong? I'm like replaying the tape, right? As we do. And she's like, this is what you were meant to do. Hmm. 
And, she, and I was like, oh, you feel that too? She's like, yeah. I feel that too. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Like, I didn't know if it was like just me. Cause it was like a new trainer. And I was like, really loving this thing. And like, she's like, nope, this is what you were meant to do. And, and then I took over a new team one time. And after the meeting, one of the new salespeople, he came up, he's like, that's what you're meant to do. He's like, forget being like, that's what you're supposed to do. And when you have people seeing that in you and it, it validates the spark that you feel inside of yourself, it's like, I got to do something about that. But that's also where the fear comes in, right? Yep. Like, well, that's a big, crazy dream. You know, like, I don't know if I'm qualified to do that. <laughs> and, and, and But it's it's following that spark, seeing where it takes you and understanding that that's what you're meant to do. Like, that's how you're meant to serve. And I love this concept of an origin story. And when you and I talked about bringing this onto the podcast, it kind of got me thinking, and I'm going to tell you, Corey, like you got me fueled up. Cause I'm like, okay, what's, what's my origin story for my coaching business. And, you know, I've been doing this for a year and a half and I've tried a whole bunch of different, like, this is who I'm going to do. Like, actually, when I left, I started doing marketing and I'm, you know, I do a family business. I do all this stuff one to make money, but also like, but what's the why, why am I doing this? And when I started thinking about that for myself, Corey, like my why for coaching and coaching specifically women, which I do take shit for, by the way, which I think is, hilarious, <laughs> but it's, it's because I had that moment hmm. of knowing what it was like to work so hard for something and to not get it. And to be felt like I was met with resistance and to be worried. I didn't have the skills or to be told I can't because I'm a young mother hmm. or to be taught I'm limited because I'm young um, or, you know, is this the right time in your life? Like people challenging me on my own ambitions fueled me to want to help other ladies find their voice and to speak up sooner and maybe work through some of the things that I work through. So you got me amped to get more passionate about like my why and what brought me here and how I know I can serve and help others. And um, I know that you are helping and serving so many with what you're doing with the superhero mindset. So tell everybody a little bit about like what, what you do and how you serve people and how you're going to get your 1 million. I love it. So, um, you know, you kind of just touched on it so perfectly. You gave me a perfect segue is one of the things that I've kind of burned into my brain and I share with as many people as I can is that your purpose has to be fueled by your passion. I love to hear that you are so passionate about what you do because once you have that passion and the thing that excites you and you find what the purpose is, what you're here to do, what you're meant to do, that's gonna fuel it endlessly. It, it never goes away. And yeah. we may be good at things, just like you said, but it just doesn't mean that our, that's our purpose. I was good at sales the hard way, not by natural <laughs> talent, by right, right. <laughs> good at sales by just grinding it out. But I was good at yeah. sales, but I, I promise you, I never went to bed thinking about like, you know, uh, you know, uh, contracts and, and, you know, what what new thing can I do? I went to bed thinking about the customers and their stories and, you know, how could I help them improve their lives? That's the thought stuff that got me excited. That's the stuff that fueled me. Sales was just the vehicle that I was driving in to get there. Yeah. So for me, you know, one of the things that I took on, you know, with starting the superhero mindset is, again, that idea that we all have our own unique superpowers. You know, and I say superpowers with an S because sometimes people have more than one. Uh, and the goal is to, by unpacking your origin story and talking about the things you went through with the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I, I say that because sometimes we have to face the ugly because that ugly stuff leads you to make decisions. And we have to figure out what that is and why we make the decisions that we do, right? Mm -hmm. So 
unpacking that origin story. If you're like me, if you're, you know, um, ADHD, can't sit still, getting in trouble in school all the time, constantly having, you know, adults, people in, in positions of power telling me I'm not going to amount to anything. That's a really tough thing for a kid to process. Uh, thankfully, great, great family life. But having that, even in my, you know, adult ages, always being the one that was underappreciated, um, overlooked, just never really thought of as the, as the person that could be, you know, the, the, yeah. the head of the ship, that's a real challenging thing. And it causes you to make decisions that don't serve you. So I think once we unpack that origin story and really dive into the dive into the stuff that we all hang on to, that's going to show us number one, why we make the decision that we do. And also that's going to lead us to understanding like, okay, this is where you excel. Now, how can we make that if we can make it fit in what you do, fantastic. Or do we need to make a shift? So really unlocking those superpowers and then figuring out how we can really unleash those superpowers to help you live the best life, help you be the best person that you're supposed to be can be really challenging. I don't know if you remember this conversation I had with you, Abby. Uh, it was one of the, not, it certainly wasn't the first time we met, but I think it was the first time I was in your city. And I was coming out to do a sales meeting and you were leading the meeting. And I was like, oh, crap, I better watch out. She might come take my job. But it was the first thing. And uh, you didn't mention anything. I think you had done training and then got out of it and were kind of going back and forth. And for some reason, I, I remember telling you, like, that's what you should be doing. Like, that is that is your sweet spot. I could just see you light up and be on fire. And you just with that that unique smirk that you have, you looked at me and you said, that's what I need to be doing. <laughs> you you knew it in the moment. Yeah, yeah. Put in the moment, and uh, it's so cool to see you kind of jump back on that journey and really just live it to the fullest. But again, you know when something sets your soul on fire, and we yeah. just have to run towards it, even if it's scary. Yeah, absolutely, Corey. Thank you for sharing that. That's so funny. I remember that, and then I remember you also saying someday we're going to share a stage. I did. I still. And and I still believe that too. So I've got that on my wish list someday. You and I will share a stage. And it's so funny. And I hope that like a little bit of vulnerability will help those listening. I know what I'm supposed to do, but it still freaks me out every day. <laughs> and I still play small. And, you know, all last year, you know, some of our shared friends like Anya and Abby are like, hey, you got to get on the speaking circuit. You got to start doing this. Like, you love it. You're good at it. You got a good story to tell. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> like, like, no, I'm not ready. Like I got a little pit in my stomach and it's like, you know, slowly pushing myself out of my comfort zone is still part of the game. And I know you face this too. And you and I talk about imposter syndrome and being like, what am I doing? And it's like, then there's like the other side where it's like, girl, you've been doing this 18 years. You kind of do know your shit. You didn't really <laughs> go to your job. Like you've got to talk yourself into it. But just because somebody appears that they have it figured out, doesn't mean that they're not also battling the same things that you are it's just that they've chosen to take action so true and that they've chosen to maybe push through that discomfort a little bit more and i know i need to keep pushing myself and and watching you and and our you know shared friends get out there and share their story on a bigger platform encourages me to face my fears and to go out there and, and share it on a bigger platform but for me i knew what i was supposed to doing day one that like that i became a sales trainer i was like this is it i love this and that was 2011? <laughs> it took me a whole 12 years to make a full-time gig out of it again in the capacity where I could do it, you know, my way and do it, you know, authentically and 
and to do it in a way that made an impact. But I also believe everything takes us to where we're meant to be. And, and now is my time, just like it's, it's yours too. And for those of you listening, you know, it's your time too. It's your time to, to maybe answer the call. And I think that's what I love about my chats with Corey. It, it causes me to think like, okay, what's my gut telling me I'm a big gut person. Those of you who listen, I was talking about what's the feel and what's the real, like what's my gut telling me and, and how does logic support or disprove that? Um, but if you've got a gut feeling that maybe it's time to go for something and it's, it's time to answer that call for whatever you want to do. And maybe that's going for that next job or being bold enough to ask for that raise or, or taking an entirely different path because you just really feel called and compelled to do it. Um, you've got cheerleaders here. You've got people who have done it. You've got people who can help give you, give you a path. And I think that if you're somebody who's looking to maybe further understand your inner superpower. And I love this concept of playing to your strengths and understanding your weaknesses because your weaknesses is like the goop, right? It's how we process something in the past and how can we work through that, but letting your superpowers be what, what you play to. And I think that that's really how the greats become the greats. You know, a, a quarterback's great because he chose to specialize as being a quarterback. He didn't try to play all the positions, right? He didn't log the hours in all these different roles and then, you know, get plowed at being in a position he shouldn't have been in. Like he focuses on his one thing and that's what we need to do. We need to focus on what really brings us joy, what adds value to the community, what gives back, what, um, and where we shine. And that's really how I think everybody we'll level up together if we all take that time. So thank you, Corey, so much for sharing that. If people want to reach you, how can they get in touch with you? I So I'm all over the place. Abby, you know that. Um, I'll probably be in your city <laughs> How soon. do you prefer they get in touch with you? Let's control <laughs> so, the chaos. Uh, definitely, definitely. I am on all the socials. I am quite active. You can absolutely hit me directly at Corey at SuperheroMindset.co. Of course, we have the SuperheroMindset.co website. Uh, I'm very active on LinkedIn as well. Um, and once you get onto the socials, uh, I'm not shy. I put my, my cell phone number on there. Shoot me a text. Let's chop it up. Always, uh, I take on free consultations so we can just chop talk. And I love just help people get on the right path. Even if that doesn't mean that we have a professional relationship, I love to just help people be where they need to be because I think the world needs more of that. And that's very much part of my mission to impact a million people. I got to tell you real quick, Abby, my my breakdown for impact because yeah. I take this stuff really seriously. So impact is I want to make sure to inspire the masses. I want to make sure to motivate as many people as I can. And I want people to understand that inspiration and motivation are two different things. So mm -hmm. I want to inspire. I want to motivate. I want to help people find their purpose. I want to help people take crazy and scary and immediate action. And then I want that all to uh, be courageous, of course, and lead to transformation. So that's the impact that I'm trying to make. I want to hit a million people. And then I want to say, oops, wrong number, five million. And then yeah, I love it. I love oh, that's a great acronym for impact. So I'm going to, I'm going to put that down in the notes too, because I think that's, <laughs> That's huge. And I love how you're quantifying it, not just as like, I I know a million people, right? Like, it's not about who you know. And this is the thing that drives me insane with like our culture today. It's like, I have a million followers. Okay, like, good for you. Like, are you actually helping anybody? Like, are, you know, are, are you- How many being, have you engaged with? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you like being a change leader? And, are, you know, people have a million followers because they make you laugh or people have a million followers because they piss you off. Like, what's <laughs> what are you doing with that platform? Um, And I love that you have a very clear mission for what you want that platform to look like. And I no doubt, Corey, believe that you're going to hit it 
set a new one, hit it, set a new one, hit it, set a new one. Well, I, I have a feeling we're going to be on that journey together. So I'm excited about that. I would absolutely love that. But I'm going to tell you right now to say I want to help a million ladies. Oh, that feels exciting, but super nervous. So maybe we can work through that together, Corey. We're going to, as as they can't see in the photo, I have my, li my lion behind me, my spirit animal. Yes. And sometimes you just got to run towards the roar. And if the roar is impacting a million ladies, we got to run towards it because yeah. that's where we're supposed to be. It, it's, yeah. it's scary for a reason. I feel you. I feel you. Yep. For sure. Well, thank you, Corey, so much for being my guest today, for being my homeboy for all these years. I hope sincerely that we get to share a stage together, but keep being you, keep being awesome. And to those of you that are listening, I hope that Corey's story helped inspired you to maybe start thinking, what's your origin story? How did you get where you are and where in the world do you want to go next to make your difference in your one precious life and with those that you come in contact with every day? All right. Bye for now. So much, my friend. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Rise and Shine. We hope you're leaving today's conversation feeling inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools you need to make a meaningful impact in your career and life. Remember, your journey is unique and every step you take brings you closer to your goals. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a moment of empowerment and share with a friend, somebody who you think may benefit from this episode too. Also, we'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts, insights, and even topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes by connecting with us on social media or leaving a review. Your feedback helps us tailor Rise and Shine to meet your unique needs. Until next time, keep rising, keep shining, and keep making your mark in the world of home building.